Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's lift up the name of the Lord right now. Let's lift up the name of the Lord right now. Hallelujah. You are worthy, O oh God. We come to magnify You tonight. We come to lift up Your mighty name tonight. We come to give You glory in Your house, Jesus. Why don't You just praise Him? Talk to Him right now. Tell Him how much He means to you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are good. You are good. You are good. You are good. You are great. You are mighty. You are powerful. You are victorious. You are merciful. You are my everything. You're my all and my all, God. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. You welcome to gather around the front and just try to spread out as much as you can. Some of you can stay in the aisles. Just get out. Let's worship God. Let's try to separate as much as possible. You ladies all want to congregate right here, kind of spread it out a little bit. Let's have church tonight. Praise God.
deeper light in the darkness that is who you are way maker miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness that is who you tells you that God doesn't work miracles, that, the, that God doesn't work like He did in biblical times, for everybody that says that you've never seen a miracle for yourself, you need to turn around and look right there. They don't pick you up on the side of the road in a helicopter and say there's no hope that you're not going to make it and then you walk into church on the next evening. That's a miracle from God. Don't let the devil tell you God's not a miracle worker. The devil's a liar. Not 
Even when I don't feel it to work You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it to working Even when I don't feel it to working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working Waymaker, miracle worker Promise keeper, light in the darkness That is who you are Waymaker, miracle worker Promise keeper, light in the darkness That is who you are Miracle worker, promise keeper Light in the darkness That is who you are Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, that is who you
Sister Myers, brother and sister Bergeron, let's pray for the whole church family. Ask God to protect us, keep his hand upon us, and let's ask God to have his way in this service tonight. We love him. Let's praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, because your word is true and your grace is sufficient. Thank you, God, because your word is forever settled in heaven. Obey the word, Lord. Help us tonight, God. Help us tonight, God. See every need that's here and every petition is from before you, Lord. We ask you, God, that you will to be done. God, 
God, we ask you that your will to be done in this service. Stand it on your promises, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, do we stand it on your promises, God? Leave it you for the of the Holy Ghost, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated if you like. The brothers would break the offering pens and put them on the altar. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Stand. Brother Looper's going to come at this time. Brother Looper, Lord bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? Amen. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to be in the house of the Lord. So thankful for God's mercy, God's grace, God's long suffering. God allowing us to be back in His house to worship, to praise, and to glorify His great name tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to see everyone that is here. It is good to see Gage able to be in church tonight. We're so thankful for that. Good to see the young lady here with him tonight and everyone else that's in the house of God. And uh, we will be texting you on the group text, church text, through the week, letting you know what's going on on the services. So far as we know, everything will continue as normal and uh, try to uh, social distance as much as possible. I know that's a little bit difficult, but try to do it as much as possible. We're glad to have Brother Azar here, and uh, his dad has been here uh, many times, and um we appreciate the work that they're doing in Lebanon and uh, appreciate uh, their desire to do something for God. And he's a young man that has a desire to work for God, that has given his life to the Lord, not only his life to the Lord and the work of God, but doing it in a foreign country. When he could be here, uh, he has chose to be over there and work in the kingdom of God uh, over there in Lebanon. We appreciate that. We honor and respect him very, very highly today for his desire and his love, commitment to God. Amen. I appreciate, I appreciate young people that want to live for the Lord. 
Amen. Appreciate young ladies and young men that want to dedicate their life to God. There's no better, there's no better thing to do today than to dedicate your life to God. So we want Him to come, obey the Lord, give us what the Lord has laid on His heart for this service tonight. Why don't we give Brother Azar and the work there in Lebanon and God a great hand clap. Oh, come on. Why don't we give God a hand clap of praise today? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord today. Amen. I'm thankful for such an incredible presence of the Lord that I feel in this place tonight. Amen. Aren't you thankful for that presence that you feel? To know that God is visiting us right here tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. You can be seated today. I just want to say how absolutely honored I am to be here with you tonight. What an incredible honor. I give honor to Pastor Looper, to his family, and to this wonderful church and the ministry that I've, uh, I've come to know just briefly over these past two days. And um, Bishop Duplissy and, and uh, the elder sister Duplissy. Incredible people. Aren't you thankful for a great heritage? Amen. What an awesome heritage. Amen. Aren't you thankful for people that will keep on praying for you? As many years go by, they'll pray for you. They'll pray for your children. They'll pray for your lost loved ones. They'll intercede for you. They'll stand in the gap for you. Amen. I'm, I'm thankful for a good, good shepherd. Amen. Thankful for your pastor, for your bishop. And uh, thank you for the kind hospitality that you've shown me. Um, what an incredible uh, basket that I received. And I tell you what, when I, when I got to the closet and I saw the Louis Lamar books, oh man, I knew that I had, I tell you what, I knew that I had hit the jackpot right there. Thank the Lord. I grew up reading those and so it was just so good. Thank you once again. What a special treat. And what a special treat it was to be at Colton's birthday yesterday. That was awesome. Amen. God has great things for that young man. Amen. I'm so thankful today I greet you from the apostolics of Beirut, Lebanon, where God has put a church right in the heart of the Middle East. There was everything that you can imagine that came against us. Whether it was the law, whether it was the government, whether it was a terrorist organization, whether it was car bombs, you name it, it came against the church. But when God decides to open a door, there is nothing that will be able to close the door that God has opened before you. There is no force in hell. There is no force on earth. There is nothing that stands before the plan and purpose of God. I came to tell somebody that today. You ought to give God some praise. He made a way when there was no way. He opened the door. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated today. The very first thing that He did was in order for us to be there in Lebanon, we had to become citizens of the country. My dad is a native citizen, but my family and I are not from that country. Only my sister was born there. And so at a time when they were kicking every other person that was not Lebanese out of the country, God called us to start a church. And so we prayed and said, God, 
We don't know how you're going to do it, Lord. But if you want us to be here, you've got to make a way. Amen. And within two weeks, God moved on a county, uh, uh, kind of like the mayor that was there. And what should take years took only two weeks. And God gave us citizenship to operate underneath the radar there and continue preaching the gospel. Amen. The next thing that happened is in order for us to have a church, the government of Lebanon had to recognize us. And you're talking about a shut door. We went there and we offered our documents of faith. And they said, well, we know that there's absolutely no way that you're going to be able to have a church in this country. You believe in speaking of tongues and repentance and and baptism and all this other stuff. And you will never have a church in Beirut, Lebanon. God moved on my dad to prophesy in the middle of that council. And he stood up and said the same way that God split the Red Sea for Moses and the Israelites to pass through. He's going to make a way in this council. And I want to tell you, God moved on the head of that body at night in a dream to bypass everybody to give us a counsel that we are the only apostolic church in the entire Middle East that is recognized and supported by the government. That oh, you Give God a hand clap of praise. Come on, somebody. We serve a way maker. Amen. Hallelujah. He made a way when there was no way. You can be seated today. What that means is when we have conferences, we're able to have military backup at our conference. What that means is when we ask it, we can have soldiers that will stand outside the door with AK-47s and guard us while we're having church. Amen? Isn't that what an awesome God we serve? Hallelujah. Amen? And that also means that we get to baptize whoever we want to baptize in Jesus' name. That means anybody who is seeking shelter from being persecuted can come into our church and it is a safe haven in the Middle East. That's what God has done in the Middle East. That's what God has done in Beirut, Lebanon, is He's made a safe haven for the gospel to be preached unto the Gentiles, unto the Muslims, and unto all them that are afar off, even as many as the Lord God shall call. I'm thankful to serve that kind of God today. Amen. We, we had a lady in the church, and she was a Muslim, and she began to come to church and learn about who Jesus was. Amen. And I want to tell you something. That same presence that you feel in the house tonight, why don't we just lift up our hands, that same presence, come on. That is the power that will take a Muslim and everything that they've known. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And it will completely turn their life around. It is that presence of God. Amen. The Bible said in Psalms 97 verse 5 that the hills melted like wax before the presence of God. Don't you ever underestimate the power that is in the place right now. Amen. That Holy Ghost power is what is making people leave everything that they ever have known and come follow Jesus. This lady said, I've been serving Allah for 40 years. I've prayed faithfully. I've fasted. And not one time have any of my prayer requests be answered. She said, but when I learned to pray in the name of Jesus, I began to see everything that I was praying for begin to change. 
Come on, I came to tell somebody, it is real. It is real. It's changing lives, amen. There are people that they're learning to pray in the name of Jesus. And when they find the power in that name, Come on, it doesn't matter what ideology they walk in. It doesn't matter what, what kind of religion they come inside with. It all begins to melt before the presence of the Lord. I want to tell you, the presence of the Lord is the greatest tool that we have to witness. Amen. Once they come inside the door, if we can just pray with them. They don't even know what's happening. Amen. But before you know it, they begin to just have tears that will start to well up in their eyes. And then it begins to stream down their cheeks. And they don't even know what it is they're feeling. But it is the power of the presence of God. It is a love that they have never known. It's a God that they've never known. Reaching down and touching a Muslim life. And saying, let me show you the light of this glorious gospel. Amen. I want to tell you, just in the past two months, we have had 13 people baptized in Jesus' name. Six of them received the Holy Ghost, and four of them were Muslims. We've had two Muslim families get baptized in Jesus' name and be filled with the Holy Ghost. You ought to give God some praise. Amen. I want to tell you, that presence of the Lord, it'll change anything. It'll change everything that you're dealing with. Amen. Just let the presence of God begin to minister to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. You can be seated today. You know, I I want to turn to a a passage just very quickly. There was a a, a difficult time, a difficult choice that my pastor had to make, my my. My father had to make uh, in going to Lebanon. He escaped Lebanon in the war, and he doesn't talk about it much. But it was one of it was the worst time that he's ever experienced. On his way, running to the airport through a, a sniper zone, people in front of him and behind him were being sniped. As he made it to the last plane that took out to to uh, to, to Europe uh, before they came and invaded the country, and that was the last place. That my dad would ever want to take his family there and, and would ever want to have them there uh, again. And so if you can imagine the weight of the decision that was on my dad's shoulders. But we found this passage and God spoke very clearly to him and said, fear not because I am with you. I'm going to cover you and I'm going to be your shield and your defense. And we have a prophecy that we operate off of in the Middle East. It is found in Isaiah 29 and verse 17. I want to read it to you today. It says, Is it not yet a very little while? And Lebanon shall be turned into a fruitful field. And the fruitful field shall be esteemed as a forest. And in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book. And the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity. That, that word obscurity literally means from behind the veil. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And out of darkness, the meek also shall increase their joy in the Lord. And the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. I want to tell you, we have people that absolutely hate Israel. And they're coming to know Jesus Christ. 
And they're coming to know the Holy One of Israel. And they start learning before long that they are actually rejoicing in the Holy One of Israel. That the God that they've been looking for, it is Jesus Christ. Amen. It is the Holy One of Israel. You ought to give God a hand clap of praise. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord. I'm so thankful. You know what? Even in these dark times, even in these times of chaos, God is allowing the deaf ears to be open to the words of the book. Amen. Hallelujah. God is allowing the eyes of the blind to see out of obscurity and out of darkness. Amen. And that's why we're seeing people get the Holy Ghost like we've never seen it before in these times. Amen. This is what God is doing. Would you give him a hand clap of praise? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What an awesome God we serve. What an awesome. You know, and I'll just share one more story with you. Because God is actually cutting, cutting out the work for us. God is actually going and reaching people. We're knocking on doors. We're, we're, we're inviting people. We're pulling people. But I want to tell you, God is fighting on our behalf in these times. Like we've never seen it before. My dad was witnessing to a young Muslim man just two or three days ago and was just telling him about Jesus and inviting him to the church. And this man was a hardline Muslim. And dad knew that he just wasn't going to get anywhere very easily with this guy, but he was trying anyway. Well, would you believe that two days later, yesterday, that man called my dad and he said, you know, I had a dream. And in that dream, I was just coming from work and my life, and I was just, it felt like every step I took was just, so, took so much effort from me. He said, I felt like I had something so heavy on my shoulders. He said, I was tired, I was weak, and I was stumbling. And he said, I saw the church right there that you invited me to. And he said, I walked into the church, and he said, I felt it lift, and I had so much energy. And you know what? That verse came to me. That all those that are weary need to come and find the Lord because He will give you rest. I want to tell you, the yoke of the Lord is light and His burden is easy. Amen? Why don't you give God a hand clap of praise? Thank you, Jesus. God, thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your yoke, God. Thank you for what you're doing, Jesus. I want to tell you, it is the presence of God. That will take everything that you've been dealing with out in the world. And he'll break it on a night just like this. Every addiction that you have. Every single thing that you're bound to. Everything that you've been fighting against. When you get into the presence of the Lord. It is the anointing that will break off the yoke. Amen. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be bound. You don't have to be broken. Amen. When the anointing of the Lord gets a hold of you, He'll take you from what you used to be and make you something special for His kingdom. Why don't you give God a hand clap of praise? Oh, I'm so thankful for the anointing today. You know, I don't know what God wants to do, but as soon as I walked into the house today, I felt that anointing. I don't know what God wants to do, but before... Before we started service, there was a heavy anointing over the sanctuary. Amen. And you know what? I, 
God was working in the altars. God was touching people. And so you know what? I'm just here to tell you that everything that you need is right here, right now. Amen. Oh, come on. Some of you don't believe it. I want to tell you, the healing that you need is here tonight. I'm speaking faith right now because I've seen it happen. I want to tell you, just just two months ago, uh, we came over, and it was a time where I was over there in Lebanon by myself from, from December all the way till March. And that was because my dad had to go and he had to deputize. During that time, I was in Beirut, Lebanon, all by myself, left to take care of the church on my own. And it was in that time that I want to tell you, we began seeing the Lord move in ways that we, because things were wrapping up. And so God began moving in that time. And now, just a few months later, we have 15 new saints inside of the church. We have 15 new people that are coming. And you know what it is? I'll tell you something. We have Muslims that will come into the church and they will be afraid to convert. But they'll keep on coming back every Sunday. You know why? Because they can't get enough of the anointing. They can't get enough of what you were able to feel so freely tonight. But they've lived their entire life in darkness and doubt. Come on, why don't you give God some praise? And then just one visit. Oh, come on. I want to tell you something. When I'm witnessing to Muslims, all I have to do is I have to ask them, is it okay if I pray with you? And you know what? Is it okay if I pray for you? And if they'll just let me pray for them, then the presence of God can be ushered into that prayer. And they'll feel something right then. And they'll be hooked. They'll be so attached they want to know what it is. And just from there, they can't stop thinking about it. But they need to know, what is it that I felt? And that's why we had a young man. He came to church with his family for two years, every Sunday faithfully, but would never approach the altar. It was just last month that that young man came to my pastor. And he said, you know what, pastor? I need to be baptized. I need to be baptized in Jesus' name. He didn't know it, but his wife had already been baptized and been filled with the Holy Ghost. And we were just waiting on him to make the decision. He tried to leave. He tried to go to Syria. He tried to escape. But there was something that kept pulling him back. That was the presence of the Lord. Amen. I want to tell you, God is drawing people in this place tonight. I want to tell you, God is reaching out to you. And God keeps pulling at your heart and drawing you in back into that anointing, back into that presence, back into the fold. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, I had a message for tonight, but... Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Come on, why don't we just lift up our hands for a second. Seek after that presence. Oh, but it is. 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 Oh,
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was during that time that we went to pray for a man that was in bed. He was bedridden and he couldn't move. He was stuck. He was paralyzed from the waist down. And we went to go pray with him, just two or three people. And we gathered around his bed. And I'm telling you, you could see the pain in his eyes. And what's worse is he spoke good English. And so he could be having a wonderful life, but he's there in that bed. And so we began, we, we began to talk to him. We began to pray with him. And I said, you know what, Brother Eli? I believe that God can heal you. I believe that God can lift you up. And I believe one day that you're going to walk out of that bed and you're going to come get baptized. And so would you let us pray for you? We began to pray for Eli. It was just a few believers in there, one or two or three gathered together in his name. We began to pray and I said, God, I pray right now, Jesus, that you would touch my brother, Lord, and restore to him the the movement in his body, God. And you know what? We walked out of there. And we kept on praying and we received the report the next week that he restored. He had his fingers were, were beginning to be able to move. And now he was he was starting to feel in his hands again. And so we went back the next week and began to pray. And we said, Lord, I believe right now, God, you're bringing a recovery. And the next week he was able to move his hands. And I said, God... I know you're not done yet, Jesus. So we kept on praying for Eli. And we kept on interceding and fasting. We went in there a few weeks later and kept on praying with him. And I received the report just the next day that his that his lower back was able to move. And now he was able to sit up in bed better than he had ever done before. I want to tell you, it's in these specific times that God is giving authority to the saints of the Lord. It's in these times that you're going to pray for people and you're going to see them get healed. It's in these times people are going to get the Holy Ghost like they've never, like you've never seen it before. I want to tell you there is a revival that is happening. I want to tell you God is breaking chains. There is deliverance like we've never seen it before. A man walked in from, just got out of prison. He was on drugs. He was on stuff. He walked up to the front of the altar. He lifted up his hands and God delivered him. Just like that whenever we prayed. And he was baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. That same week. All of 2019, we fought, we fought, we fought. We didn't see maybe three or four people get the Holy Ghost. And then in the past three months, we've seen seven people get the Holy Ghost. I want to tell you something. This is a special time, amen? This is a time that God is giving the church power to be the light in these times. I want to tell you, the world cannot make the church stop loving souls. No matter what you see going on, no matter what's happening all over, the world cannot make the church stop loving souls. 
It is our responsibility to go and be the light. To pray for people, to reach people, and to bring them into these doors where they can experience that power and presence of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, I'm way off my notes tonight. Amen. But you know what? Let's all stand if we can. I don't want just everybody to come to the altar today. But if you specifically need something from God, I want to tell you, now is the time. This is the time right here that we're living in. I want to tell you, the presence of God is so strong. If you lift up your hands right now, you're going to feel God. If you'll seek after Him, He's not far off. If you need something from the Lord... If you've been carrying that yoke, I want to tell you, all you need to do is just make your decision tonight. Say, God, I need you, Lord. God, more than anything else, oh Lord. Oh, Jesus, I want to tell you, God will deliver you just like that, amen? Come on, somebody, you ought to give God a shout of praise. Say, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, I want to tell you, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. God will renew you tonight. Come on, why don't we lift up our hands and seek after the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, we need you, Lord God. Oh, I pray, Lord Jesus, for every person here tonight, God. Lord, you see and you know every need, Lord God. I pray, Jesus, that you would have your way. If you've been praying for something and you've been just interceding for God to do something, I want you to come to the front and begin praying. Let these elders pray with you. Come on, why don't you just make those steps in faith today? Oh, I want to tell you, God responds to faith. No matter what you're dealing with, God will make a way. God will break the chains. Hallelujah. Come on, when you step out in faith, you're leaving everything that's holding you behind and you're making the decision that tonight I'm not leaving until I get my blessing and I'm not leaving until I get what I need from God. Come on, somebody needs to wrestle a little bit and say, God, I don't want to leave this place until you bless me, Jesus. Come on, why don't we lift up our hands? You ought to pray for your brother and your sister. If God lays somebody on your mind, I want you to start praying for them right now. I believe God is going to give somebody to you to pray for right now. Why don't we just be sensitive and seek after the Holy Ghost? Oh, Lord Jesus. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. I want to tell you, the Bible says that these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, everybody say in Jesus' name. Come on, I didn't hear you. Come on, somebody, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Come on, God is going to touch you, and He's going to heal you. He's going to bless you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody. Come on, why don't we just lift up our hands? Lord, I love you, Jesus. I need you, God. 
Lord, you're so good. God, you're so good. Thank you, Jesus. It's that presence of God, everybody. It's that presence of God that will break every yoke. Thank you, Jesus. If you push into the presence of God, He's going to do everything that you need. He's going to answer every prayer you've been praying. Oh, I believe it tonight. I believe it in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. It doesn't take much but just an encounter with Jesus. It will change your life. It'll change your walk. It'll change your perspective. It'll change everything that you know. Come on, you need to get a hold of what's in this place. And you need to never let it go. You need to get bound and yoked with Jesus. You need to get... Oh, you need to get a hold. Buy it and sell it not. Buy it and sell it not tonight. Jesus is calling after you. God is calling after your heart. If you listen to that call, God is going to draw you in. He's pulling you in. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Why don't we start praying? Why don't we start praying and pushing into the presence of God? Just let God begin to work on your heart. Oh, Come on, you've been waiting for a night like this. This is your night. I've been pushing you. I've been pushing you. God has been drawing you. God has been pulling you. You've waited. You've waited. You've waited. And right now, God wants to answer. God wants to reach down. He wants to grab a hold of you and pick you up. He's got grace that you need. He's got mercy that you need. He's got a healing. He's got a touch. He's got the forgiveness that you need. He's got the love that you're looking for. Oh, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Not life, not death. Come on, no height, no depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of Christ. From the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Come on somebody. When you encounter that love of Jesus, it is like nothing that you've ever felt before. It's nothing that you can find in this world. You've got to get tired of what's in the world. And you've got to start loving what's in the church. You've got to get fed up with being empty. And you've got to come in here and get filled. You gotta be tired of searching in darkness. I'm gonna tell you, it is real, it is real, it is real. This is what is changing people. 
It is the power of the presence of God. Come on, somebody. Come on, why don't we push? Yes, Jesus. Oh, I believe it. He's doing it right now. Right now, I'm going to tell you, God is reaching you. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. When you come to the altar, this is all that you need for you to get that touch. You just got to show God, Lord, I didn't come here just to get in and then get out, God. But I came to keep something with me. Don't let me leave this place the same, Jesus. God, don't let me leave this place the same that I came. Oh, come on. Jesus will pick you up and he'll put you back together. Oh, for the Lord has anointed me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive. Oh, Jesus has freedom for you. Jesus has a book to bind up your broken heart. Come on, somebody, come on. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Yes, God. Yes, Jesus. Come on, somebody. I be- you know what? There's people that are looking around that need to get in the Spirit because God has something for them. If you're looking around, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to say, God, what is it that you have for me, Lord? I felt to tell somebody that God has something special for you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I want to invite you. I want to give that call out to you. You need to come to this altar. You need to get what Jesus has for you. I want to tell you. You need to get in this altar and make some decisions. You need to get in this altar and make some choices. God, I need you, Lord. I refuse to live life without you, God. I refuse to take another step unless you're with me, God. Come on, somebody. Come on. Don't let me leave this place by myself, Jesus. I need you, God. Oh, don't let me leave this place, God. Jesus, without getting that joy, without getting that comfort and that peace. Oh, come on, come on, come on. He's doing it. Come on, somebody. Come on, why don't you pray right now? Jesus has something special for you. God, release her right now, God. Lord, let it be done in your name, Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we pray, God. Yes, God, yes, Jesus. Come on, God wants to fill you. God wants to touch you. God wants to bring back to you things that are lost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, come on, let's push. You 
you're getting it right now. Come on. Don't you give up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you need special prayer, you need to get on this altar. If you're making a decision, you need to make it on this altar. Oh, you need to always love the altar. Don't ever be far from the altar. Come on, we got young people that are growing up in this altar. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God, I lay everything down at this altar, Lord. God, I give you everything, Jesus. Lord, I'm not withholding anything from you, God. Come on, somebody. God wants, God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, it's not too late. Don't let the doors close. Come on, now is the time. Now is the time. I want to invite you. You gotta make your way to this altar. Oh, don't be left behind. Don't be left behind. Why don't we lift up our hands? Come on, lift up your hands where you're at. Come on, you need to surrender to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, somebody. There's deliverance in the house. There's healing in the house. There's peace that you need is in the house. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands toward heaven right now and thank God. We praise You today, Lord. We worship You today, Lord. We magnify Your great name. We magnify Your great name, Jesus. Thank You for Your presence, God. Thank You for what You have done for us in this house. Come on, let's give the Lord praise for His Spirit that we've been enjoying today. Hallelujah! 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 Oh, glory, glory, glory. I'm glad I'm in the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm glad I was able to come to the house of God and to worship and to praise and to glorify Him today. He is worthy. He is worthy. Thank God. Thank God for what He has done in this house. Thank the Lord for the souls that He has touched today. We want to pray. Let's pray especially for that family that was here earlier today. And ask God to work in their lives, bring them back to the house of God. Amen. I'm believing God to completely fill Brother Courtney with the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm so glad for what the Lord is doing in his life. Amen. The rest that got a touch from the Lord. Don't it feel good to touch the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many enjoyed the Word of God tonight? Praise God. Praise God. I was... I was joking with Brother Azar today at the dinner table. They were kind of poking at me a little bit because I preached quite a while this morning. And I told him, I said, now you don't have to preach as long as I did. So, amen. But that was good. Thank you, Brother Azar. That was faith building. Amen. Amen. And uh, we're thankful for what the Lord is doing in Lebanon. Thankful that we're able to be part of that. And looking forward to what God is going to do. I know uh, we'll have church here Wednesday night, the good Lord willing. And uh, believe in the Lord for that. We want everyone to be safe. I ask you, please, please, please hear me. If you're sick, if uh, you're having any kind of problems, you might say, well, it's not the COVID. But please stay home just to be sure. We don't want to spread this in the church, and I know that you can get it anywhere. And uh, But I do know that we're awful close here, and we're awful close when we leave here. And uh, so let's try to be as safe as we possibly can. And uh, we don't want to get shut down again. We don't want to have to do it on our own, and we certainly don't want the government to do it. And uh, we don't want them to shut down this country. We certainly don't need that. And uh, so I pray that God would keep us all safe. And uh, it's quite evident that it is on the rise everywhere. But always remember this, that God is still a healer no matter what the circumstances is. And, uh, and I know it's, it affects people differently. I know that. And some people have more trouble than others, and I don't want to make light of it at all because we have seen uh, the worst effects that could possibly happen. And uh, we lost one to this disease, this sickness virus. And uh, But still, still, the vast majority come through it, and uh, we don't have to be scared out of our minds that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. 
Amen. And we don't have to be scared out of our minds as we go through this troublesome time. And uh, neither do we have to be ignorant out of our minds. God once winked at ignorance. Once. That was a long time ago. So let's be as smart as we possibly can. And uh, Lord bless you. Be safe. I know this week, hopefully I'll see you again Wednesday. I know this week is a holiday weekend. There'll be many people celebrating in the wrong way. And uh, we want everyone to be safe. We ask God's protecting, merciful hand over us and uh, over this church family and uh, bring us back to his house safe. Amen. Lord bless you for being in the house of God and the young lady with Gage. It's so good to see you in church with us tonight. It is good to see Gage in church. Amen. Thankful for God's mercy and His grace. His mercy exceeds anything that we could ever imagine. And His grace helps us. Amen. Protects us and gives us an opportunity. Amen. To get everything right. God don't want anybody going to hell. Amen. He, he did not create hell for you or for me. It's created for the devil and his angels. Amen. And I'm not a hell's angel. Some people, some people say they are, but I'm not, and I don't want to be, and I don't want to ever shovel coals for the devil. But I'm thankful for the mercy and the grace of God. Amen. That God pulled me out of a world of sin and gave me an opportunity to serve him. Lord bless you. Please don't. Don't shake hands. Don't hug necks. Try. I know all of this closeness up here. It's just hard to have church and not pray for somebody. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.